Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. This is number 88. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 4th of November 2019 and it was published on Monday the 11th of November 2019. My name's Nathan Wrigley and just a couple of things before we begin. Head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash black if you would like to see a whole load of WordPress deals in the run up to Black Friday. Over on that page, there's a searchable, filterable list of all the, the deals that I can find. There's also some buttons at the top where you can contact me if you've got a product or a service that you would like me to include on that page. The list is growing all the time, so I would encourage you to keep going back, especially in the run-up to Black Friday. So bookmark wpbuilds.com forward slash black. And obviously there's a whole bunch of links on there, and some of them are affiliate links, and that really does help me to put on the WP Builds podcast each and every week. Another link I'd like to mention is wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Over on that page, you're going to find a couple of subscribe forms. The one on the left, the grey one, is to update you when we put out a new podcast episode on a Thursday and a news episode like you're listening to now. And the one on the right, the blue one, might be of interest because that's that's going to get you on our alerts list. And that list will give you details of any alerts for products that have come down in price or are on a special offer. And obviously in the run-up to Black Friday, that list could be really important and save you quite a lot of money. It's plain text email with a very easy to understand title and so you know if you look at the title and think well I'm not interested in that plugin you can just put it in the trash and uh, wait for the next one to come. Over on that page there's links to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast player and links to things like our YouTube channel, Twitter feed and our Facebook group of over 2,300 WordPressers. It's a very polite and gentle little group where we, we help each other out all the time. It's lovely. The other link is wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise if you would like to have your product or service put in front of a WordPress specific audience. The WP Builds news is brought to you today by Page Builder Cloud. Work faster in your page builder of choice by reusing your cloud safe templates. Import and export any layout to any of your WordPress websites. Page Builder Cloud works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, Breezy, Gutenberg, and many more. You can get a free trial up and running today at Page Builder Cloud. And Kinsta. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsta, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH, and 24-7 expert support. And you can migrate today for free at kinsta.com. And we do thank all of our sponsors for helping us put on the WP Builds podcast. Hey, don't forget that we also do a live version of this news on a Monday at 2pm UK time. Head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash live and you'll be able to join us and possibly you could join us in the Facebook group for that. But uh, wpbuilds.com forward slash live is a nice easy way to remember it. Right, let's get stuck into this week's news. I always group the news into different sections and WordPress core is always the first part. I've got two things for you today, an article on WP Tavern, which is entitled State of the Word 2019 Recap, All Roads Lead to the Block Editor, which is an article by Justin Tadlock. But also underneath that, if you look in the show notes, there's another link which links you to Matt Mullenweg's State of the Word address as a YouTube video. But Justin was basically making the point in this article that everything for the last year seems to have been about blocks. And it doesn't look like that's anywhere going to change. We're going to have another year focused on exactly the same kind of thing. 
Matt Mullenweg, at the beginning of his State of the Word address, actually premiered a video which was made by the, the guys over at WordFence entitled uh, Open the Community Code. It was a short video of about, well, film really, of about 37 WordPressers explaining why they're into WordPress. It's quite a nice watch and you can see that if you go to the, uh, the YouTube video. Matt talked about all of the improvements that have been made during the last year, all of, you know, trying to address the, the concerns and the accessibility problems. He also went on to talk about the acquisition of Tumblr and a few of those things and about things like Kid Camp and a few other community related events and then he talked about the future the, the near future for the block editor including easier editing the customization options the collaboration possibilities and the the hopes to have everything multilingual done in core very very soon um yeah nice article i have to say it was uh, it, you know it wasn't a dramatic speech in that there was nothing major new and um and, and surprising announced but nevertheless it was nice summation of everything that's happened in the previous year. If you're super keen on WordPress releases, well, WordPress 5.3 release candidate 4 has come around. WordPress 5.3 is going to be coming out in a matter of days. The idea is that it's out on the 12th of November, something calamitous um, accepted. And we have a couple of minor, minor things. We're right at the end, and so hopefully it is only minor things being discovered now. One bug in the upload component, five bugs in the block editor component, two regressions in the media component, and little tiny things like that. But anyway, it needs beta testing. And if you click on the link in the show notes, you can go to the page where you can sign up to beta test. The next section is entitled Community, and the first one I've got is over at WordPress.org entitled 2019 Annual Survey. Every year, at about this time of the year, we have an annual survey where it's hoped that people will go and explain how it is that they're using WordPress, what it is that they use it for. Generally, it's feedback about WordPress, and the idea is that the team can adapt, amend, think about what needs to be on the roadmap for WordPress, but obviously they need your contributions for that. This year, for the first time, there are five additional languages so if you are a native speaker of either French, German, Japanese, Russian or Spanish, you'll be able to complete that form in your own language. It's going to be open for the next four weeks and there is no data gathered about you. You know, they don't get your email, IP address or any of that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, so important that we give our views about WordPress. And so I would urge everybody to go and do that um, in the next four weeks friend of the podcast who's been on it a number of times including the news Jan Koch has got a, a really interesting summit lined up it's called WP Agency Summit and the tag the headline says go behind the scenes with 29 plus world-class WordPress agency owners developers and marketers and there's a whole laundry list of famous people Troy Dean Mike Killen Kim Doyle and the list really 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 does go on and on it's going to be happening in December um, and this at the moment is uh, getting yourself subscribe to their list so that they can keep you informed about when things are happening there is a free tier in which you can sort of participate and there's also a paid tier in which you can have access to all of the the videos going forwards but literally all of the names are very very household names and so i think this is great click on the link in the show notes and you'll get taken to the page for wp agency summit a few weeks ago, we mentioned an article by Oana Philip, who is um, a digital storyteller at Pixel Grade, 
Well, she produced an article in which she was exploring the sort of disconnect between the the sincerity, um, the disingenuousness, perhaps, of reviews being done about WordPress products. She was making the point that it, it seemed like they didn't really um, go into much detail, but, um, you know, product reviews, let's call them that, were, were largely about affiliate commissions, and so they would write... Um, kind of copy that was just copy and pasted from one article to another with generic sentences. And she felt that this was all going in the wrong direction and not really building relationships. So she put out a survey, which a few people contributed to. And this article is the summation, the survey results. Now, it's a very, very long piece, but it kind of just charts out what it was that the respondents to this survey thought. And I can't really summarize it very effectively because it is too long, but she goes through all sorts of different criteria. So for example, she discovered that WordPress authors really do genuinely care about how publishers cover their products. And so maybe there needs to be some conversation about that before they allow people to have, let's say, review copies, or maybe there's a dialogue to be had when things are being reviewed. WordPress publishers want to fix, sorry, want a mix of freedom and assistance from authors was another point that she took away from all of that. And she also made the point that everybody feels that they're right. Just a few want to challenge that assumption. And so it goes, if you're interested in how products are portrayed in the WordPress space and whether or not that is done with sincerity or it is disingenuous to make affiliate commissions, then I would suggest that you uh, you go and read this article in, in its great length. And uh, yeah, thanks to Oana for, for doing it. And uh, we also had uh, Vlad from Pixelgrade on the news talking about, uh, talking about this same sort of subject last Monday as well. So that was nice. A really interesting read I found this week on the publishpress.com blog. It's called Collaborative Editing is a Really Difficult Challenge in WordPress. He talks about the fact that Matt Mullenweg has repeatedly said, including at the State of the Word last week, that he wants to have some sort of Google Docs style collaborative editing. Obviously, if you've tried to edit a post in the past and somebody else has been editing it, you've basically been told this post is already being edited and you can either uh, move out the way or you can take over, but there's no option to collaborate. Well, it would appear that this is going to happen in Gutenberg, but it's way, way off. There's a whole lot of things that need to be done first when full when the full implementation for site editing is done, which is stage three, then we might get towards uh, stage four, which is going to be this collaborative um, editing experience. Now, Google can pull this off because they have complete control of the servers and the technology behind that. It's all done on Google's cloud, if you like, but WordPress is different. And so the, ta- the challenge for WordPress to pull this off is is extraordinarily hard. Um, The idea would be to use something like WebSockets, but obviously a lot of cheap hosting companies will um, not allow WebSockets to be be possible on their their environment. And so a sort of halfway house solution has been proposed. And the idea would be that you'd be able to edit a post or a page simultaneously, but not a block simultaneously. So you'd be in the the page editing it and you'd be able to edit anything you liked except a block that was currently being used by somebody else. And you would basically be shown the same error message that you get now about pages, but with blocks. This is a long way off, but um, interesting to see the direction of travel. and, um, And these guys at Publish Press are obviously really keen for this to happen. 
back on the WP Tavern for an article entitled Oklahoma Watch Becomes First US Publication on Newspack, 34 Pilot Newsrooms Announced for Second Round. Justin Tadlock writes about this. Newspack was announced earlier this year and it's kind of like automatics interpretation of what WordPress for news companies should look like. In other words, you subscribe to their service, the Newspack service, and you get a, a version of WordPress completely tailored for producing newspapers. So the the first uh, instance of a, of a US publication taking this on is Oklahoma Watch and the article just goes into what it is that the, the folk have found useful, some of the things that they haven't found useful, but in the main it seems to be a very positive experience. They've been able to have things on their website that were far less time consuming and they were able to do reporting rather than trying to make the web, you know, trying to wrangle the website. But they also gave lots of feedback about features that they, they wanted so for example carousels of news items and things like that but um, it seems to be a very positive experience lots and lots of quotations in here from the actual guys on the ground and um, yeah I think this one is is going to grow and grow um, obviously 34 news teams are planning on transitioning over in the next few months so we'll we'll see how this goes the guys over at Yoast have released a new course um, Marika van der Acht, who is the CEO of Yoast, is actually writing on the talkmag.io website. The article is entitled Yoast Creates Free Online Course for WordPress Beginners. And that's exactly what they've done. They've made a combination of uh, quizzes and videos and documents to kind of explain the basics. So if you are new to WordPress, this is a completely free course. It's done in eight different modules and the, the, the sort of explainer video that I watched actually features Yoast himself talking about what's going to be in the course. And uh, yeah, it talks about how to get your website up and running, how to customize by adding plugins and all the basic stuff, really, how to do backups. And obviously, because Yoast is a company all about SEO, they talk about that as well. So beginners to WordPress, if there's anything you don't understand, this free course may very well be worth checking out. A story now on WP Tavern, although it's actually about Chris Lemmer's speech at WordCamp US. He did a speech last week um, entitled The Content Framework That Powers Stories, Landing Pages and More. And it's a video. It's not a very long. It wasn't a particularly long talk. It's one of the lightning talks, I believe. And he talks about this idea of sales via stories. And uh, it's quite a powerful idea. Very simply, he talks about how you're trying to get people from point A to point B and stories are the best way to do this. And he develops that idea during the course of this video. So what I would say is if you've got 10 minutes and you have an interest in marketing, this might be worth checking out because it might give you a different perspective on how to set up your, your text and your landing pages and so on and so forth. Okay, let's switch gears and talk about plugins and themes now, shall we? The first one is over on the advancedcustomfields.com blog. It's entitled New ACF Pro Pricing for 2020. Elliot Condon, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, he has decided that he's going to change his pricing from a lifetime pricing, which he currently has for ACF Pro, and he's going to migrate it over to an annual pricing. I really like the way that he's presented this argument, particularly a graph that he shows where he shows that since 2015, when he bundled up all of his kind of pro features into ACF Pro for a hundred Australian dollars one time purchase, 
this the the sales have sort of gone up year on year by about 10% and he's got this wonderful little chart which shows the amount of customers that he's had each year against the amount of sales and whilst the sales block grows very very slightly the customer block just it's like 10x and I hadn't really thought about it that way well of course I have thought about it that way but it's nice to see it in such a visual representation anyway what he says is that he's going to change his pricing if you are a current user he makes very clear again and again that this is not going to affect you if you've got onto the ACF Pro current pricing then you'll be grandfathered in and everything will stay the same and now the annual pricing is going to be $49. I don't know if that's US or Australian because he was using Australian in the past. For one site, 10 websites will be 149 and the agency, which is unlimited, will be 249 a year. So yeah, there we go. And I think he's really doing what he needs to do in order to, to increase uh, the, the likelihood of his business staying around. So nice post. I think the pricing, nobody could argue with it. It's been a ridiculously great deal for the longest period of time. Might be worth clicking on the link in the show notes just to see if that pricing still exists, because I don't recall the date at which he's going to switch that over. But anyway, there we go. Okay, moving over to Toolset, toolset.com. They have an article by Amir Helzer, the CEO of On The Go Systems, entitled Toolset Views Becoming Toolset Blocks. Toolset, which is a plugin which allows you to manipulate all sorts of different parts of your WordPress website with actually no code required. For the longest period of time, they they feel that their Views plugin has offered a great deal of customization options you can wrangle the data in your database to display in any which way you like with views but it's been very hard to use this you know you've had to learn a lot of html learn a lot of css you've had to flick between one admin area of your website and then copy short codes into other areas and frankly all of this was a little confusing so they they took the approach and launched their layouts product they also took the approach that they were going to work with page builders, but they feel that going forwards, the the relationship with page builders is going to be of secondary importance to Gutenberg, the block editor. So what they say is that it's difficult to maintain their code base against the popular page builders just because that requires a conversation and often that conversation doesn't develop. So they're going to now rebrand everything and throw their entire weight behind Gutenberg and hope that the features that that is still lacking uh, come around the corner very soon. So with that in mind, they've got rid of the name Views and they're going to call it Blocks. Now, I've had a beta out for a little while and I played with it and there was there's definitely a few things which they've improved over the last few weeks. But the idea is that you will create all of those views inside of the block editor. So then recommending that from now on you don't start developing new sites with layouts, although they are at pains to say nothing will break if you've been using the sort of old layout shortcode based approach that will still work. But they're recommending that in the future you start to use Gutenberg. It's drawn a lot of interest because they've had a the time of recording this 123 comments on their website some of them very long some of them expressing that they like this others expressing that they think this is a terrible direction and they simply cannot stand Gutenberg but anyway the point being if you're using uh, toolset and toolset views in particular there's now a new capability inside of the block editor called toolset blocks 
You may be familiar with a caching plugin called W3TotalCache. Well, they have been acquired by a company called BoldGrid, who are a products and services company. They've acquired it and they've taken on Frederick Towns, who is the developer, and there's also some support staff. They're going to amalgamate these teams, and the idea really is that they they want W3TotalCache to have a brighter future. There have been fears in the past especially during the course of the last year that the plugin had been abandoned because there were there was a period of about seven months where it never got updated and also during that time a few security problems um, there was a high risk XSS vulnerability which was discovered and although that that itself was patched pretty quickly that's back in 2016 actually um, there were concerns that you know it broke sites and anyway it just felt a little bit neglected. So it turns out that was all to do with the, the capability of the developers to actually apply hours to the project. So the hope is that this will um, will give it a bit of an impetus and allow it to continue. Turns out that over a million websites are still using it. It may, be, may very well be something that you've used from time to time. But now they have some new uh, impetus, some new vim and vigor. We'll have to see. Maybe they can uh, restore a little bit of the faith that has possibly been lost. Another acquisition, if you've been the user of the broken link checker plugin, it was uh, it was under the custodianship of Manage WP. Well, they've decided to stop developing it and in fact hand it over to WPMU Dev. Um, yeah, interesting. It's got about 700,000 users. It, it is quite an intensive plugin on the resources of your server. And for that reason, they decided that it wasn't something they wanted to take forward. So they have given it away. I think the word is give. There's no mention of any money changing hands, but WPMU Dev will be taking this on. Um, I don't know if it's going to go into the repo as quite a few of their plugins are, or if it's going to become part of their premium tier, which you can get um, for, I think it's $49 a month. Anyway, it's been taken over. So let's see how this develops. Last piece of plugin news for this week is over on WP Mayor, and it's entitled WPML's new string translation reduces page speed load times by 50%. So WPMU Dev is a translation plugin. It's actually um, created by the guys over at Toolset on the go systems. So they've got two sort of products running alongside each other. Um, they have changed the way that the plugin works um, because in the past it used to call the database in order to get the translations out. Now those translations are going to be done in a slightly different way using .mo files, which is a sort of flat file. And it means that things can be served up to 50% quicker. So um, I just think this is great. You know, what, why not? If you can speed something up by re-architecting the whole thing, then certainly go ahead and do it. I don't know when this actually happened or if it's going to happen in the future. But anyway, if you're a WPML user, uh, that's great. Great news. Uh, less calls to the database. Um, increased site speed. We always have a little deal section where I put up some deals that I've discovered this week. The first one isn't a deal as such, it's just a great big page of deals. I mentioned it before. It's over at wpbuilds.com forward slash black, and it is my uh, attempt to put a load of Black Friday deals into one page. It's search, search and filterable, and there's probably about 20 or so on there, but expect that page to grow. So go and bookmark wpbuilds.com forward slash black. 
Uh, on that page is a blue button entitled Receive Deal Updates. If you click on that, you'll be put onto an email list if you fill out the form, and I will send you those deal updates. But also, if you're a plugin or theme developer or, you know, something in the WordPress space and you've got a Black Friday deal, there's another blue button entitled Did We Miss a Deal? Tell us, fill that out, and I'll, uh, I'll ensure that it gets on that page. The other three are all on AppSumo this week. There's a plugin called WP Scheduled Posts, which um, it, it kind of presents a calendar view of your posts. And so you can decide when things are going to be scheduled. And uh, allegedly it does a better job of this than the, the, the native WordPress scheduler. I don't know, haven't tried it, but there it is anyway. There's another one, although this is originally a WordPress plugin, there is a, a kind of cloud-based version of the Breezy page builder called Breezy Cloud, and they're offering that on AppSumo. At the moment, you can get, um, I think it's one site for $49. And then if you double up, you can go up, no, sorry, it's six, three sites for $49, six sites for $98, and the price just goes up and you get more sites. And finally, I've linked to a new section on the AppSumo website entitled WordPress Tools, and they're now Obviously, WordPress is a big part of their, their product portfolio. And so now they've decided to have a specific section. So I've, I've linked to that as well. We do a very, very light touch on the WordPress security news each week. And this week, I'm pleased to say there's hardly anything. Well, that's a good thing. We want there to be no security news. That's the best kind of security news. All I'm doing this week is linking to the WordFence weekly October to November um, post and it's got three or four vulnerabilities. They're not associated with any particular plugins, seems to be WordPress core, but nevertheless, possibly worth looking at if you are, you know, managing many, many, many sites. The blatantly self-promotional bit, I suppose, got to be allowed that a little bit. The um, the WP Builds podcast this week it featured myself and David Wormsley, episode number 153, entitled Losing Clients Before You Even Get Them. We talk about a book called Watertight Marketing by Bryony Thomas. And in this, she talks about how we can sort of essentially lose clients in the process of acquiring them right from the point where they hear about you, right to the point when the project is finally closed and you've been paid. And in this little mini series, we're going through the different stages that she believes are the areas, the times when we can leak clients. And this is that period after you've been introduced, you know each other, you might even have got a contract, but you haven't really delivered any work. And yet there's still a whole load of things that can go wrong. So we talk about what what we've done, what experiences we've had in the past and what ways we have tried to mitigate that. Also, quite importantly, this week, Wednesday the 13th of November, Pichineri is going to be live, wpbuilds.com forward slash live. And she will be taking your WordPress websites that you have uh, submitted and she will be sort of going through them from a UI UX point of view, giving you some pointers and tips. Genuinely very interesting. I always come away thinking I never thought of that because she's just got an eye for that detail that I simply don't have. If you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash UI, you can actually uh, submit a website that you would like her to take a look of. And we're going to be doing this each and every month. And this is the November one. Okay, we have a jobs section, but I don't have anything to add in this week. Just to say that if you have a WordPress related job that you're offering, then please get in touch with me, wpbuilds.com forward slash contact, and I will endeavor to put it in this news and on the website. 
We always tag along to the end of this news, um, some non-WordPressy things because I finished with the WordPress stuff for this week. And so here they come. They're entitled Not WordPress But Useful Anyway. This, I think, is going to be big. I predict that as the years roll along, we will hear more and more about this company. There is a company which operates, I think they began in the UK, called Go Cardless. And we have a system in the United Kingdom of what's called direct debit. And it's a way of setting up recurring billing such that it comes directly out of your bank account. And Go Cardless has leveraged this to make it ridiculously simple and very inexpensive to take recurring payments. Now, the problem is up until now, it's been restricted to EU countries, certainly EU countries, and I believe Australia. So it's not been able to, to go really global. Well, they've now launched a, a service called Go Borderless, which aims to change that. Now, not being a financial wizard, I'm not really sure of how the system's going to work, but they're going to be partnering with TransferWise, which is a company you've no doubt heard of who make the, the, the way of transferring money from one currency to another as, as cheap as possible, shall we say. I'm, I'm really bullish about this. It feels to me like we could be, obviously, if you've got in any way, shape or form a subscription model, then you want to shave off as many dollars or pennies as you possibly can in the fees that you pay to your provider. And I know of no way, certainly in the UK, of doing recurring billing more cheaply than Go Cardless. So if Go Borderless, their international offering, can be as cheap, I suspect that many people will be jumping over to this. Wait and see. I, I hope that this takes off and we can all integrate our payment solutions, our subscription services that we're using with our WordPress websites into Go Borderless. If you're a regular listener to this news bulletin, you'll know that I have a tangential interest in artificial intelligence because I always tag something on at the end or often do. I, what I mean by that is I like reading articles that other people have written. I have no knowledge or expertise of how any of this stuff works on a high level. But over on the foundation.mozilla.org website, we have an article entitled, We asked people around the world how they feel about artificial intelligence. And here's what they learned. I'm not going to try and summarize this too much, but it's things like just over half of all respondents say they have some knowledge of AI and only 10% feel that they, they actually understand it. Young people are more likely to be knowledgeable about it. People are most likely to say they're concerned, curious and hopeful about artificial intelligence and it gives the percentages of that. Where people live in the world impacts how they think about AI. And young people aren't nearly as concerned. It turns out that a lot of the young people, 19 to 24 years old, are really hopeful, curious, excited by it. And this is the one that I think is fascinating. Most people say that they want AI to be way smarter than them. And I find that really fascinating. I I can, you know, this is the whole dilemma of, of the science fiction debate about this, about whether we should allow artificial intelligence to become better than we are at just about all sorts of tasks. Now, who could disagree that computers are better at doing math than than humans are? But the idea that we want AI to be smart in us, curious, um, I'm not sure where I sit on this. I think the current state of the debate means that I probably don't want it to be smarter than us just yet, because I don't think we've figured out what that even means. We haven't even got the conversation worked out as to, as to what that could mean, you know, um, if it became immeasurably smarter than us 
much more quickly than us, um, would we simply be an inconvenience to the artificial intelligence? And by that, I don't mean some sort of aggressive, horrible AI trying to wipe, wipe us out, just a complete disinterest in humanity because we're of, we're of no concern to it. Anyway, fascinating read. Go and check that out. I don't even know if this last one's news, but I've included it anyway. It's on the search engine journal. Facebook has a new logo, but you're not probably going to be seeing it too much. You're only going to be seeing this new logo when you look at their the products that they own. So things like Instagram and WhatsApp, they're using it obviously to sort of differentiate the fact that they are you know the owners of these companies, but it's not Facebook directly. And uh, I have to say, I reckon this logo probably took about seven seconds to come up with. It's a fairly bland font um, with normal typefacing and normal spacing and all that. Just uh, there you go, new fonts, terribly exciting. Right, that is it. I have no more news for you right now. The WP Builds News was brought to you today by Page Builder Cloud. If you want to dramatically speed up your WordPress website's workflow, then check out Page Builder Cloud. It securely saves all your templates to your own cloud. You can then reuse them on any other websites in seconds. Page Builder Cloud works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, Breezy, Gutenberg, and many more. And it's not just for page builders though. You can save your contact forms and ACF layouts too. You can get a free trial today at pagebuildercloud.com. And Kinsta. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed-obsessive architecture. You can get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part? Their expert team of WordPress engineers. They're available 24-7 if you need help. And you can migrate today for free at kinsta.com. And we thank all of our sponsors for helping put on the WB Builds News Podcast. Okay, that's, like I say, all I've got for you this week. Do remember that we'll be out again on Wednesday speaking with Pete Neri. Go to wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook and you'll be able to find it in there or wpbuilds.com forward slash UI. And uh, yeah, submit your own site and we'll alert you as to when that goes live in the Facebook group and so on. Also, uh, we'll be releasing a podcast next Thursday, as we always do, and we'll be back next Monday for the week that you're currently in, the WordPress news for that week. And join us live, 2 p.m. UK time for the WordPress live news. Okay, bye-bye for now.